Welcome to episode 20, Tom. We made it to 20 episodes of the John and Tom Show. Is that right? Boy, it didn't seem like we've done that. I know. Time flies. And I want to thank you all for listening, not just to this one, but any other ones that you may have listened to. Uh, It's an evolving show. It's very loose. It's very freeform. We don't have a lot of structure. And uh, we appreciate you taking the time to listen. Uh, Some shows may appeal to you better than others. If any shows do appeal to you and you really like them, we'd really appreciate it if you shared them with your family and friends on social media. That's a good way for us to get more exposure. And feedback. And feedback. Yeah. Um, So, and again, we are produced by Carmel Sound Lab. So if you want to look up Carmel Sound Lab, it's www.carmelsoundlab.com. So today is August 11th, 2021, and there's uh, there's some stuff going on as usual, Tom. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, it you know, there's, uh, there's some new stuff with COVID happening. Mm-hmm. That seems to be a big topic right now. The Delta variant and the, the old upcoming Lambda variant seems to be peeking its head around the corner, but Delta is where we're living right now. It seems like uh, all of COVID right now is the Delta variant. Like the original COVID has sort of been a little squashed. Right now, everyone that has COVID, almost everyone, like 90%, oh, yeah. is Delta variant. Yeah. So that's what we're dealing with. And it appears to be a little bit more uh, contagious. Um, it seems to be affecting... Go figure, uh, unvaccinated people a little harsher than vaccinated. Um, yeah. All the people, almost all the people in uh, the hospitals who are having bad reactions are unvaccinated. That is the data we're getting mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, I, I'm sure that some people don't believe that data, but uh, it does appear to be coming from all sources. And you're starting to see people like, <clears throat> oh well, some of the big naysayers um, are getting sick with it. Or dying from it. Yeah, that's what's ironic. There, there. I saw, I think it was on CNN, uh, they did an article on the number of naysayer Republican politicians who have died or right. are dying of yeah. COVID. Yeah, and then there's also the Republicans that have secretly gotten the shot, but yet tell their people not to. So that's kind of a evil, um, but that's another issue. I wanted to just... Uh, mentioned this guy named Dick Farrell. He was the uh, uh, radio host and a Newsmax host, a TV host on Newsmax, a virulent anti-vaxxer, very vocal about it. Um, Mm -hmm. He just recently died a a couple days ago, 65 years old, was in good health otherwise, didn't Mm -hmm. have any other existing conditions. He just died, 65 years old told people on his deathbed that they need to get the shot. He was texting out his family and friends, you need to get the vaccine as he's dying on in bed. And this is happening quite a bit uh, with people. They're not going to believe it until they're on the bed, until they're in bed with it and dying. Or, they're not a, gonna believe or it. a spouse. Or a spouse, that's, right. That's, or a you close know, friend or family, yeah. Right. In the last few days, I have seen on numerous places on the internet, I've seen it on CNN, I've seen it on CBS, da-da-da. But anyway, 
just this goes to what you've been saying. All these people are got these deathbed. Yeah. To, you know, I should have gotten shot. You need to get the shot. And this one woman whose uh, husband had just died from it, she says, oh, whatever you do, get the shot and all that stuff. And, you know, it's a day late and an hour short. I mean, it's it, it's sad. I just don't it's, get it. It's really sad. It is. For a it lot is. of reasons. But it, it's main, mainly sad. Um, people just go down the wrong road. But before we go on, I wanted to give a, a shout out and a thank you to Dr. Nick Clemen who joined us last, last time for one of our more, uh, I would say, um, uh, <laughs> how do you put it? Smart, cerebral, um, cerebral episodes. Yeah. It was a long one, but <laughs> yeah. it, it, you know, if you could hang on through it, there was some good information in there. And I think, uh, I just appreciate him, him joining us for that. So, well, how I mean, how often does a podcast get to have uh, a physician with the National Institutes of Health as a, as a right. guest? I mean, that yeah. was and he uh, spent you know ten years researching cancer, and um, so it's it's if you haven't listened to it, um, you know it is a little long, uh, but there there's some good stuff. It's episode nineteen, just the last episode. So um, check it out if you're interested in that. <clears throat> um, but further down with COVID. Uh, I'd like to continue on um, discussing why people don't want to get vaccinated. I still feel that that's a, a, an issue that I'm curious about. And when is the turning point? Is Will there be a turning point where, where people actually realize that they need to get it? And um, well, one, there's a couple of reasons why people aren't, you know, some people are saying that they, um, these, these people that are, you know, some of the maybe let's say right wing people that are anti-vax and anti-government telling them what to do, their 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 excuse for not getting it is oh it's not FDA approved. Well, the FDA is a government agency. Mm-hmm. You're waiting for the government to approve it so you can take it. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Why do you care about the FDA? You, you don't like the government. What you, like, exactly? That doesn't make sense. So, yeah, yeah, it's just it, it's just the hypocrisy, or yeah. you know, do they know what the FDA is? Like, I doubt it. <laughs> it's not FDA approved. Um, but yeah, the, the FDA it does take a long time for these things to get approved. It isn't fully approved. It's FDA emergency approved right now. The the vaccines, mm-hmm. but to, for something to be fully approved, it has to have. Uh, a lot more time and uh, data and they have a lot of good data so far, but it's not quite enough. And then so one thing is once they do approve something, when it's, when it's FDA approved, it's hard to remove the approval. It's they almost never remove FDA approvals. It's really hard to remove it. So they don't want to just start giving out approvals like that. It's one of the reasons. Well, my late brother, as far as, as, as drugs, I know what it is for drugs. Uh, my late brother-in-law was a research scientist for Lilly. And he told me, oh, it's been a long time ago. He said, you know how long it takes for a drug from the day it's discovered yeah. or to get yeah. to the market? Years. Uh, ten years. Ten years, yeah. Ten years. Yeah, so it's no surprise that it's not fully vac- It's fu- It's not fully approved. Um, it's an emergency approval. It, it makes sense. And it is, I guess, uh, there is a little bit of risk for people taking it. If you, if you care that much about the FDA approving <laughs> things, if that's your benchmark. Um, but you look at the al- alternative. Sometimes you have to weigh your risks. 
which one is the bigger risk? Right. Right. What, which one has the worst outcome? And, you know, I would say getting bad COVID is the worst outcome out of all this. There haven't, as we said before, there's been very, very few issues with the vaccine. Well, Um, I think it's like, uh, Nick put it great last time. He says, well, you can get vaccinated one of two ways. Right. Yeah. One is one is from a virus that came from a laboratory in China, or the other is a vaccine that came from a laboratory right. in America. So, it's going to happen yeah. either way, one way or another. So, yeah, make, make your choice. So a lot of people like the all the people going to the Sturgis rally in uh, South Dakota oh, are, are, are choosing to get the China virus. Uh, they're going to they're going to get the Delta Um and so they have to deal with that. Um, and another thing I liked what Nick says, it's like putting a revolver that has 50 chambers and you spin it. And yeah, you put and one, one bullet in with 50 chambers and you spin it and you pull the trigger. Play the old Russian roulette. Is that worth it? There's no revolver with the vaccine. <laughs> there's no gun. You know, like you, there's no, as far as, I mean, you know, they're still, they're still down the road, but. It just, you know, anyway, I'm, I'm not an expert. Let's just, let's just move on from that. But um, I, one thing that kind of concerns me is the, there just seems to be a little bit of a uptick in children issues with Delta. Um, I don't know if this is, uh, hasn't really been fully um, confirmed. I, I mean, you're starting to see rumblings and rumors around about <clears throat> like New Orleans had 20, they had zero kids in the hospital hospitalizations for mm-hmm. kids. Um, and just in one week they got 20 in the hospital kids. Yeah. So uh, due to COVID. So that's a little concerning. Um, and there's no, there's no vaccine for kids, uh, um, under five on the horizon at all. There is a vaccine for five to 11 year olds on the horizon. That's, uh, they're mm-hmm. saying by the end of the year, there's uh they're thinking by the end of 2021 they'll they'll have Pfizer and Moderna will have vaccines for five to 11 year olds mm-hmm. and I have a little bit other some other little data here 27 percent of 12 to 15 year olds have been vaccinated and 39 percent of 16 to 17 year olds have been vaccinated um and this is as of yesterday and um Florida has 179 pediatric patients as of yesterday, so oh, that didn't surprise me at all. And there's this thing called long COVID, where if a kid has had COVID over the last year, sometimes they have these um, longer term symptoms like fatigue and and really bad headaches, mm-hmm. and they can't function, they can't remember things, and you know, and it can last a long time. Um, so that's that's really that's really crappy, and you don't you know that's from COVID. That's not from the vaccine. Well, <laughs> I saw. So, uh, along those lines, I saw a uh, interview they did with uh, I think it was on yeah it was on CNN, the you know evil mainstream left wing media. Uh, but anyway, they were talking to this uh, That's sarcasm, folks. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, or is it? They were talking. They were talking to this physician, intensive care physician in Arkansas, and he said that the population of covid patients is getting younger and younger and younger and and then but to kind of put the icing on the cake as of what i saw today arkansas only has eight icu beds left in the entire state it's probably gone by now yeah the way the way it's that was yesterday um but you know and they got rid of eighty thousand vaccines they dumped them 
because they were expired. Yeah. Oh yeah, well. <laughs> that's a train wreck. Um, but one last thing on the children: there, there was uh, ninety-four thousand children were diagnosed in the last seven days with COVID. Wow, ninety-four thousand. Wow, I don't, I don't know where that sits in the overall scheme of things over the last year. If that's like, but um, and I'll, you know, you also don't know. We're not really testing children very much either, so it could be a much higher. Right. But I think we're not seeing a huge amount of hospitalizations. I'm just, I'm not raising the alarm yet. I'm just got to keep your eye on it because that's a scary, scary one. Um, and the one thing that sort of, you know, this this idea of people not getting vaccinated is is allowing the vac is allowing the virus to live and mutate and grow and change into something that who maybe maybe it will become something that affects kids. And so you're by not getting vaccinated you're opening the door for potentially hurting kids and uh you know there's just no excuse for that there's no excuse for it i don't care you know this this misinformation or disinformation whatever you want to call it that's happening out there the in facebook and uh all these different people politicians and everybody and there's a lot of people doing that right now even joe rogan joe rogan did it uh, very blatantly and he's got a, the biggest audience of all and he says hey if you're listening to me you shouldn't you shouldn't be listening to me for medical advice and i agree but it's still a message and yeah. there's you know a lot of people out there that are still preaching uh this don't get vaccinated because it's so dangerous and it's not my it's not my freedom it's not my right i have one other thing a couple other things um like uh there's a there's a social media a company called Gab, the CEO of Gab uh, <clears throat> claimed and uh, put something on his website saying mm -hmm. that the U.S. military, any U.S. military who refuses a vaccine will get court-martialed. He also said there's been over 45,000 deaths resulting directly from the vaccine. Okay, both of those things have been heavily debunked. I mean, mm -hmm. there's no, it's just not true that you get court-martialed if you don't get the vaccine. That's just not true. Well, along those lines... I, you know, I was, I was with, I worked as a dentist with the military for like 10 years. And <clears throat> one of, there are many requirements, especially when they deploy soldiers overseas. They had, there is an entire plethora of vaccinations that they have to take. It's not a matter of, gee, I, I opt out. No, you take this. Right, and so and it's and it's been that way forever. I mean, this goes this right. goes back to World War Two for Christ's sake, you know. Uh, but so damage, so so, yeah. so now all of a sudden, well, you're stomping on my rights. Right, right, yeah. It's um, but the damage is done though when <clears throat> 120,000 people view these tweets. They're not tweets. Yes. It's on Gab. It's a, like a Twitter. Mm -hmm. So 120,000 people viewed it and forwarded it and shared it. And it already prolifer prolifer proliferated uh, and spread. And it, it's too late. And this is coming from a guy who's the CEO of this company. Uh, and that's kind of the big issue is a lot of these, um, I mean, I think both the right and the left do tend to knee jerk, uh, retweet or send out something they haven't confirmed yet. And mm -hmm. I think that's, that's got to stop, especially with people in power. Um, but you know you got you got Rand Paul out there saying that you know we gotta you, they can't arrest us all, 
they can't, you know, they can't uh, <clears throat> force us all to you know, do this in school. And it's like, dude, <laughs> and, and there's, I've been listening. I do listen to some other podcasts from some of the right wing guys, mainly Tim pool. And mm-hmm. there's, there's, they're just, they're very smart people, but it's like, they're just, I don't understand where they're coming from and why they have to go there. They're big fans of Rand Paul, you know? And, oh yeah. um, it's this whole idea of freedom in the United States being free. And that was Joe Rogan's thing is, is, uh, the United States is not the same as other countries. We don't require vaccines because we've got freedom and, you know, that's, that's not, just use your natural immunity, I guess. So the four, the four biggest falsehoods, um, <clears throat> according to this, uh, Zignal labs, they do mm-hmm. all this studies, uh, number one, and this is the, you know, it's all, it's been rampantly increasing recently. The, the, it, they, they use uh, social media, uh, like algorithms and things to find out what th- people are talking about the most, what's getting the most attention. And number one is that just vaccines just don't work. Number two is that they, they don't, this is the reason why people don't want to get vaccinated. Just, they just don't work. Number one, number two, they contain microchips. People still believe that, or, or they're talking about it. Well, much. yeah, Bill Gates uh, yeah. is yeah. is behind that. Didn't you know that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I pr- I mean, I've got what, one in. I've got a couple of them in me. I got both shots. Oh, we're already microchipped with our damn cell phones. So, oh, yeah. like, <laughs> this people is need to get over that one. This, um, my friend, is true. Yes. Number three, uh, we should rely on our natural immunity, which is something that uh, Joe Rogan and some of the other people are saying. And then the four is ca- it causes miscarriages. And none of those things have been true uh, or have been proven to be true. So those are kind of the biggest things. Um, and I'm sure anyone listening, you probably know people out there that haven't gotten vaccinated. And that could be one of those reasons. I don't know. Here, here's where the, the part of the logic eludes me, John. You know, and, and, and again, explain this to me if you can. But I've heard, in fact, I was listening to uh, one of the, ultra conservative radio talk shows on the way over here today i i I read fox every day too usually because it's good for a laugh or two but uh but they're saying you know the side effects well let me tell you a little something your chances of having adverse side effects from prescription drugs is much higher than it is from the COVID vaccine, yeah. But people say, "Well, well, you look at all these, look at all these possible side effects, and you're and you're taking this drug, yeah. you know. Well, 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 that's different. How's that? I don't see how it's different. I right. I don't get it. Yeah. And and you got people that won't take the vaccine that are eating McDonald's every day and and drinking and smoking and <laughs> yeah. And, well, and actually, less than one percent. Less than one percent of all the people who've received the vaccine have had any kind of adverse. Oh yeah, reactions. I mean, just not seeing it, the data and that, and <clears throat> um, until you know, if there is data out there that shows differently, then then that's uh, that's different. But we just haven't seen it yet. It's been it's been uh, nine months now. Um, so that's pretty very uh, very successful thing. If, just, if we could just get our people to take it, uh, we could be done with this. At least done to a point yes. where we're. Um, where we've got it under control, uh, where we can, where it's not going to be taking over areas or, or taxing hospitals. Like, uh, my wife said that, uh, you know, St. Uh, St. Vincent was, don't have any beds anymore. Any ICU beds. Uh, 
the um, VA here in Indianapolis doesn't either. My yeah. daughter's ER nurse, and she's really getting depressed. In fact, yeah. uh, some of the nurses there are being treated for PTSD because I mean, they're, they're really all, down. All 100% it, unvaccinated. Yeah, and are, exactly. 100% unvaccinated. And yep. she said uh, they have a bigger rush of COVID patients now than they did last year. Yeah. Yeah, and, because there's no lockdowns, there's no mask up, there's yeah. no mask, so it spreads a lot, lot easier. And and, and apparently Delta is uh, more contagious, but yeah, not a one of them was vaccinated, not a one. Yeah. yeah. So there's your update on the old COVID Delta. I think, um, yeah, that's. Uh, I, let's just hope that as as more and more. I mean, I don't want it to be at the expense of these people. I hope they come to realize that it's um, it's going to save their life. If it could save their life, and I, just, you know, it's it's like we said. It's you know, a lot of them won't realize it until they're on their deathbed or one of their loved ones is on their deathbed, um, because they just don't trust anyone, and they really don't trust the media. They really don't trust politicians. I don't necessarily fully like. I don't blame them for not trusting those things, but you gotta at some point you gotta let go, and you gotta say, look around you and see what's going on, and say it's time. But let's just hope that happens. It's uh, August, and we're going into fall soon. A lot of people are predicting a pretty bad winter if 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 we don't take care of this. So anyway, yeah, I think this is a little bit of a beating a dead horse. I think we we all know this at this point. So let's just let's just hope that these people can. Come get on the senses. horse. Get on the horse. Come to Make their senses. Happen. You know, come um, to your senses, America, please. <laughs> the next, uh, I want to move on to another topic. This is uh, uh, the the infrastructure bill. We've talked about it before. Um, and the, the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill, which was amazingly approved in Senate, 69 to 30, is now going to go to the House. And Pelosi has stated that it's not going to pass unless they also pass the three and a half trillion dollar social policy bill, which started out at six trillion. Mm -hmm. um, and it's been shaved almost in half. Uh, but I, I'm wondering if the Republicans that voted in the Senate knew this already when they voted to, to accept the trillion, the, mm -hmm. the infrastructure, knowing that it would make Democrats look bad if they don't approve the infrastructure bill without the other bill, they're going to hold their hat on not approving the, the social policy bill. I really don't, th there's not one Republican that's going to vote for the social policy bill. That's three and a half trillion social policy bill is um, basically <clears throat> it's uh, like social programs, education, healthcare, uh, elder care, and climate change. That's mm -hmm. like the, the, the big one there. Uh, and they're kind of going for a societal a societal change, and so how they're going to pay for this is the taxes. And sure, so you're taxing those who make over four hundred thousand. You're raising the corporate tax from twenty one to twenty five percent. You're increasing capital gains tax for those that make over a million dollars, and you're closing some tax loopholes. That's their main mm -hmm. um, way of paying for it. Uh, but yeah, not very popular with Republicans and they have a very, very thin majority in the house. So, um, there's some, there are some Democrat representatives that are not on board with this, like the guy from West Virginia, a couple others. 
Mm-hmm. So it could it could fail, and then the infrastructure, and this could get hung up. And this could go to the end of the year. You know exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's just um, not. Uh, it, it seems like a, a victory a little bit, and it's great. It's like very rare to have like the Senate. Oh, the Senate. You know the Republicans. Like yeah, let's agree. You know, it kind of looks like a little victory for Biden right now, but I don't know. It, well, they did get 19 Republicans yeah. voted in favor of the infrastructure bill and, in, in the Senate. And that's like, wow, that's 19 more than I thought would. Yeah, uh, I'd say that's a, that is a victory. But then, then I, you know, but, my but, skeptical nature comes back. But, to but I thing. think it's foolish of the Democrats. I mean, personally, I think it's foolish of the Democrats. Uh, to tie in uh, the social funding bill with that. I, that's just, you know, because they know. It's getting I, greedy. Yeah, yeah, they have to know that there is a really good chance that it's going to, the whole business is going to be derailed. Yeah, so, and in the meantime, I mean, we've needed infrastructure improvement in this yeah. country for years, so, and it's still not getting done. And just as a reminder, the infrastructure being roads, bridges, modernizing the electric grid, Mm-hmm. Rail, railways, including Amtrak, and high-speed internet access, broadband for the whole mm-hmm. country. Twenty, I heard 23% of uh, people in this country don't have broadband internet. Oh, I wouldn't Don't have doubt access it. to it. Yeah, I wouldn't so that's, doubt That's it. a big percentage of yeah. people that don't have access to the internet, which is crazy. Uh, water infrastructure, public buses, subways, mm-hmm. trains, and airports. Yeah. So obviously, and we haven't had an infrastructure bill in, in a long time. Yeah. Uh, the other bill, the three and a half trillion dollar bill, is like a a type of bill. The last time a, a type of bill like that, a social policy change bill, was in the sixties. We're talking about yes, old, yeah, the know, LBJ years, right? Yeah, so yeah, major. Okay, this is something that comes like once or twice a century. Mm-hmm. This isn't like you know the infrastructure one is. I think ten years ago they did something, but. Um, so anyway, those of you at home who wanted to learn about infrastructure bills, there, there you go. Um, I find it kind of interesting because it w- will impact taxes. It does have a pretty impact, big impact on, on the wealthy, on the corporate uh, corporations. Um, and uh, I, I think all those, those four things I read before, uh, you know, that will increase taxes on those. I don't have any, I don't really have a problem with that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, especially the closing the tax loopholes. That should be be done anyway. I don't know why we're not doing oh, that. Oh, <laughs> we've been John. That's been kicked around for as long as I've been around. We got closed tax loopholes. Yeah. Oh hell, I've heard. I don't know. I I, I I I can't even begin to tell you how many times I, I I heard about that over over the years. It's just it. Yeah. It's it's never going to happen. I know. It's you know? it's crazy because it seems like a no brainer, but. Maybe I'm just, well, you got to have no brain to be in politics, I guess. Well, but as far as, as the uh, infrastructure bill goes, if the Democrats insist on keeping uh, the other bill with it and it fails, then this is one time I'm going to have to blame the Democrats. Yeah. They need you to know, take their victory and run. Right exactly. Now. Deal, they, with the, deal with the social policy bill later. Exactly. Let's, let's get this infrastructure bill done. And you know what? Maybe they will realize that. Maybe they're surprised that this happened. And then they're, they're going to call the Republicans bluff. Because I, I, I don't know. I, I will say, I think in, in Trump's um, last year or so, they were talking about the, uh, the infrastructure, doing some mm-hmm. infrastructure. So it's, 
of all the things they could agree on, I could see infrastructure being one of those because it, it is just something that everybody needs. It's going to create jobs. It's like it's it's needed. I mean, our infrastructure is crumbling quite a bit in some areas. Yeah. So. No, well, I think it'd be very <laughs> foolish of the Democrats to to leave those attached. Right. I, you know, I, I that's my opinion. I I think that would be a big mistake. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, so moving to another issue. Um, I, this is a little update from before. Remember dominions, um, dominion sued Fox and then Fox had to kind of quiet down on that issue. The election mm-hmm. issue. They're also now suing. They are now suing Newsmax and OAN. Yes. 1.6 billion each. Yes. Which is probably about a hundred thousand times more than each one of those is worth. Um, so I'm not sure how, if that's going to impact anything, but on the, on the dominion issue, I can sort of pivot a little bit into Mike Lindell and I, <laughs> hopefully this is the last time that I bring him up because I brought him up quite a bit before, but I just think he's funny. It's comedy. To oh, me, but he is. I mean, he's always good for a good laugh. I, you know, I, it's, it's pure comedy, but, yeah. but somehow he still lingers around in the news. Like, why is this guy still in the news? And because I, they give him a platform, know. you well, know, see, he that's pays what, for a platform. Well, I he know, I, yeah, yeah, I realize that, but but like like Trump, I mean, they give him a platform. Well, I mean, I mean well, he so is speak, in the news every right. freaking day. Speaking of Trump, though, like remember Mike Lindell was his consultant. He, oh, yeah. he went to the White House many mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. to consult with him on election issues, and so you saw him coming and going out of the White House, coming and going out of Mar-a-Lago. This is not a minor figure in the Trump camp back when he was in. In, as a president well he was like, around he like, was a consultant okay like i said i remember seeing uh when trump was of course still in office that you know how they do uh um, news conferences outside sometimes in the, on the south lawn and there at the podium is mike lindell with yeah. Trump, so Trump speaks at the White House, and then, yeah, at the and White Mike, House, Mike and Lindell's then, speaking at the White House, and then Lindell right. gets up there and and speaks, and I'm like, hmm, wow. So, <laughs> on that note, I wanted to play a quick clip that I saw today. That I th- hopefully this is this is enough to make people realize that he, you know, he is he is an ex crack addict. We, but you know, we, are, we America loves the comeback and the underdog story. Oh, yeah, so yeah. give him a second chance. Everybody loves second chances. So. I think his second chance has run out. But uh, so he's at this cyber symposium, which he's having because I believe he said Trump's uh, going to get real, you know, go back in office on August 13th. Today is August 11th. So he's been doing yeah. it for a day. And so just take a listen to this. Uh, he is being asked by someone off stage to say, you know, let's take it's time for a break. You know, he's doing his little speech saying it's time for a break. And this is what he says. OK, I guess we have something off stage. So we're live streaming, though. So you want to talk? Well, I think we're going to, I think we're set up for a break and then maybe we're going to talk a little bit right when we get back there. We're going to go into. No, we're not going on a break. Put up that movie again. Run the movie. There's no breaks. We're streaming 72 hours live streaming. So around the world, this never stops. You guys can go eat. That's fine. But I ain't eating. I'm staying up here for 72 hours before they ruin our signal. Okay. So in about, so in about two or three minutes after that. He gets up and walks off the stage. So, <laughs> yeah. so apparently he, he didn't stay uh. for 72 hours. And somebody started tweeting and was saying he just got up and left. And so he, Mike takes this tweet and starts reading it on stage. And this is what he, 
This is what he says. Mike Lindell is legit upset that some people want to break for lunch in his side. Okay, this is Justin Barragona. Okay, Justin Barragona. Mike Lindell is, is legit upset that some people want to break for lunch in his cyber symposium, yelling that he's going to stay up on stage for three days straight. There's no breaks. You guys can go eat. That's fine. But I ain't eating. I'm staying here for 72 hours. Do you, do you remember me saying that? Does anybody remember me saying that? No. So he literally that was 30 minutes or so after he said that mm -hmm. and he he's on video he's he's like lost his mind completely he's insane i mean that's but that's how his brain works so all this misinformation that he has he believes it just like he believed that he didn't say that in his mind he believes it the guy's crazy he just oh, has absolutely. a lot of money he's Ab got yeah he's got tons of money from his pillows you know but it's i, I just i don't know how you like I know this been he's been kind of dwindling and but I, and he, I get a kick out of it, but I think this is the last time I'm going to talk about him. <laughs> well, you know, I think I'm done with it. You know, uh, you were mentioning about the lawsuits now against uh, yeah. Now that they've gone to One American Newsmax, uh, have you heard about Cameo? Who Cameo? Cameo. Cameo. Oh yeah, yeah, Cameo. Yeah, yeah. Giuliani. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Giuliani, <laughs> I mean, this guy is so, I mean, get this, for 199 bucks, if you send him 199 bucks, he'll do a, a personal call out to you on the internet. And the same is true for uh, uh, Lauren Boebert, 199 bucks. But Stormy Daniels is charging 250 bucks <laughs> and... <laughs> Donnie Jr. is charging 500 bucks. Yeah. Now, now I can understand Rudy has, is, is he's in some major legal, big trouble and he's, he's probably got uh, legal bills like you wouldn't believe. So he's got to raise, he's got to come up with the money. Some 199. That's a, that's a deal. We should get him on here. Yeah. You we know, probably, really? pay, I'll pay $200 to get Julie Yeah, I would. Here. Yeah. To get him on here. Hell yeah. Just like act like, you know, tell him we're from Indiana and we're, you know, we really love what you do. You come on our show. <laughs> Coup de grace. <laughs> God, that'd be awesome. I mean, I'm going to try to make that work. Yeah. But that's funny. Um, yeah, that cameo, that's uh, that's cool stuff. I think that's, I'm going to do it. Yeah. You, you know, know, we all do it. From all know. this, uh, notor you know, notoriety celebrity you're getting from the John and Tom show, you know. Yeah. Uh, you could probably pull in a few few hundred dollars sure yeah well, i mean well why not i mean i don't agree julian i mean what stormy daniels is stormy doing daniels. <laughs> <laughs> all right well i get let's just take a little break and we'll come back for a little bit more all right
we're back with the Grateful Dead live in Paris 1972 I was just telling Tom about the documentary that's out right now it's called Long Strange Trip it's been out since 2017 but uh, pretty cool you uh, don't know anything about the dead or you know a little bit about the dead want to learn more it's pretty cool um, and check it out well look at how many years Some they heavy had, stuff they, they had a worldwide cult following I mean you know yeah I mean started in the 60s at the LSD and mm-hmm. um, kind of just got went from there yeah but they were a very interesting band they, they improv improvised like pretty much everything their studio stuff was was not really their focus, you know. But yeah, huge following. Um, Jerry Garcia was total badass, but but I never saw a dead show. Um, I really, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't really like The Grateful Dead. I also didn't really know much about music, but I was I just knew whatever was on the radio <laughs> well you know i remember an interesting story i think it was Stephen stills that was saying this jerry garcia showed up their studio one day and uh, they were recording uh one of the things to teach your children well and they had just gotten the slide guitar and nobody had played it yet and so one of them said hey jerry why don't you go over there and play the slide guitar? Well, so they, they did the recording, and Jerry Garcia didn't even know they were recording. And he played, he's the one that played oh, that. Really? Yeah, and, <laughs> and when it was done, he said, oh, that, that was great. He says, oh, you, oh, were you recording it? He said, yeah. He goes, well, you want to do it again? No, he said, perfect. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, those guys hated recording. They, yeah. They hated studio. Yeah. Studio. They, they, yes, Warner Brothers was their first label, and they... Warner Brothers didn't know what to do with them because they just, they just kept throwing money and money and money and they just never really made many albums. They just toured. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah they, they were toured definitely with like 60 a road people band. They, they did the wall of sound too, mm-hmm. the, the giant speakers in the back. Would have been cool to see them, but we do have a lot of records out there that of their live shows, so that's cool too. <clears throat> um, one other thing that has come out in the news just yesterday... Mr. Andrew Cuomo is no mo. (laughs) He decided to step down uh, from his post as governor of New York. And it's interesting. I mean, I don't know if you listen to his, like his news uh, when he spoke and broke people the news. It was kind of a non-apology. but he says for the greater good of New York that I, (laughs) that I stepped down because it's going to be a big distraction, blah, blah, blah. But he didn't ever say it. He's never admitted it. He never had, he's never said sorry, but pretty much he was the, he didn't have anyone that supported him at this point. Like he's lost all his support. And, um, but the funny thing is you, you, you start looking at Democrats who have problems versus Republicans who have problems. Mm -hmm. The Democrats step down relatively easily and the Republicans don't. They don't step down. Exactly. Yes. Matt Gates is a rapist and, you know, like all these different people that are 
just, you know, even Trump himself, I mean, he's had so many lawsuits against him and all these things that should, would have taken anyone else out. They're just, they're a little bit more uh, hardcore and like in your face about, yeah. maybe it's because of their, their base is more that way where Democrats, like left-wing Democrats are a little more um, concerned about, uh, you know, those kind of issues. Well, they don't fly. That kind of goes in the face of their, of their platform. You can't, you know, but on the right wing, they don't care if you're a rapist. Oh no. Or, you know, underage girls. They they honestly don't care. They're still supporting the guy. Or pathological liars. Pathological liars. They still support these people, you know, Trump Mm -hmm. and all these lawsuits and porn stars Mm -hmm. and stuff. They don't care if, if Mm -hmm. a a Democrat did that, their own party would eat them, which, Mm -hmm. which happens, you know, look at Al Franken and he just like had one, thing happened in like 80s where he like said something to a girl one time yeah and he resigned <laughs> yeah as a, oh yeah uh i forget if he was a was he a senator or a house yeah, i don't no, remember he was a senator he was a he was, senator oh, yeah, was he was a big senator. deal oh yeah yeah he and he was decent he was decent senator um but yeah that caused him to resign and he was probably like look i've been a comedian i've had a good life i don't need to deal with all this crap <laughs> but, oh yeah but you know the uh, the Republicans though they don't care they they can do whatever they want and they never step down they never step down it's very interesting I don't yeah I well don't. you know the what 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 strikes me more than anything about the uh, situation with Andrew Cuomo is how stupid can you be I mean in this in this day and age think about it in this day and age where sexual harassment is a hot, well, hot he claims issue. that it was in the past when things were different. Well, he does claim that, but the problem he's got with that is a lot of these people, a lot of this stuff, according to, to these women just happened recently. Yeah, that's let, true. I mean, we're not, yeah, we're not talking exactly. Yeah, he hasn't changed. We're not times. talking about these cases are going back yeah. 10, 20 years. We're talking about recently. Right. And what, yeah. what motive would these would these women possibly have to lie to make it up? Well, maybe they got paid by some political party. I don't know. There's, I doubt it, but um, there's always potential motives. But um, you know, you watch House of Cards. It's all good. <laughs> 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 I mean, you're talking politics here. Anything's possible. But um, if you get that many people and you got, you know, it's just it's time to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have New York's going to have their first female governor. Mm-hmm. So Kathy Hochul appropriate for the times. Um, but Tom, what did you have going on in your life? <laughs> no, I mean, uh, do you have anything, any topics that you wanted to discuss today? Well, uh, one thing, I did want to discuss, you know, this getting back to Trump, you know, I know, but, oh yeah, but you know, I, as, as you and I were talking earlier, he's our meal ticket. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Hey, he well, was. and Mike Lindell a, yeah. and, and all these, uh, yeah, Mitch, uh, Mitch McConnell, you know, we ought to send these guys something, you know, at least a, a, a thank you card, yeah. something, you know, uh, but anyway, I did the other day out of curiosity, I thought, hmm, when was the first time that Trump really mentioned this bogus election business? Well, I found out it was actually in 2012 when Obama, I mean, uh, God help us all, a black man was elected to presidency. Uh, 
he said that uh, there's no way that Obama legitimately won that election. It was rigged. It was stolen from the Republicans and blah, blah, blah. So now we go to, to 2016. He wins. He doesn't win the popular vote. He only, he, only, he only got there because he won the electoral vote and by, not by very much. And, but nobody ever said anything. I mean, I, I never heard the Democrats saying, well, this was a rigged election or this was a put-up job. And, and, and I didn't hear the Republicans complaining about any, the way that uh, the election had, had been conducted. So now in 2020, when he loses, up here we go again. Yeah. yeah he yeah. see he fostered in fact last this time last year I remember distinctly him saying that oh well you know if it, you know if they're going to allow uh mail-in ballots and all that stuff oh that's that's just wide open to fraud yeah. and all that and I'm saying the reason he seeded he planted those seeds then is because he knew he knew he was not going to win in November Right. Every poll, sure. either the conservatives, yeah. whatever, yeah. said you're not going to win. So he planted those seeds months before the actual election. Yep, that's for sure. Yeah, and you know you're not going to win. You got to take desperate actions. But he's yeah, he's a narcissistic. Uh, he's got a, he's got a personality disorder, and um, <clears throat> it's uh, you know it is what it is. He's gone, but. Um, and Lindell, I think, is gone now too. After that, I don't. I don't know. I got it. Got you know. I hope so. I hope so. But one yeah, can only hope. August thirteenth. You know, Trump's coming back. Apparently. But. Well, you know what I think is going to happen. You know, the Jehovah's Witnesses. Every time they miss the Armageddon, mm -hmm. they lose members. Okay. So, right, right. But, but then you know they, they they pick up more enough to keep going and all. Yeah. So 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 what's Lindell going to say? When the thirteenth comes, and comes and goes, yeah. Oh, just like all those other cult leaders that have that same same thing. Um, it's based on nothing. Um, I mean, Lindell is just insane. As we as as I now see, he's just a crazy person. Oh yeah, and he's. I didn't realize how crazy he was until I just saw that video today. Mm -hmm. uh, now I kind of, it's all starting to make sense. But the the thing again is sort of that he was integral in Trump's. Cons consulting uh crew right he, he was mm -hmm. he was consulting him on a lot of things during you know end yeah. of 2020 uh going to the white house going to mar-a-lago speaking at the white house uh you know it's just he was a crucial part of his team and uh it just goes to show you just how crazy that whole thing is and there's and it also continues to be crazy because there's still so much support for Trump right now. And it kind of goes hand in hand when you look at the COVID vaccine issues and there's this, it's the same sort of string that of people that I don't know what it is. They're, they're just this like disbelief, this distrust, mistrust, this easily, uh, you know, swindled people that they fall for things easily over and over they trust there i don't know i don't know how i just don't i'm not i don't live in that world i i know i don't i don't get out much i guess i just read newspapers and i watch news all different types of news and you know most of my neighbors are pretty mid you know middle ground i don't we don't really talk politics at all mm -hmm. there's nobody on our on our street that 
has Trump signs. <laughs> There's yeah. one guy down Hell the street, yeah. down at about the half a mile away that he had that upside down flag and all this other stuff, you know, that's sort of, I don't know if that's um, QAnon or the three percenters or something, but you know, and, and there was nobody else around there like that. I'm like, and he's, every now and then you see a car driving mm-hmm. around with some weird flag on it or, or the don't tread on me flag is another one. Mm-hmm. That means something. I'm not sure what it is, but no, that goes back to the revolutionary war. I know, but it's like, you there's, know. it's taken on, like, I think it's taken on a slightly different um, yep. meaning, but um, let me see here. There was, I, I mean, I, I like the idea of don't tread on me. I think it's, I remember it being uh something that you learn as a kid and it's part of American lore, but um, I don't know if it's something bad, but all I'm saying is that I'm not surrounded by people that are, uh, you know, influencing me that way. Um, it's just not part of my life. So maybe put myself in somebody's shoes that is in a neighborhood or surrounded by people, family and friends. You, you are surrounded by people that like, that support. Trump, oh, right? oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I, I, so you're I, an example and you, you know, you're from, you're living in like, like not rural, but it's, it's out there a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. Indiana. It's not rural, but it's, it's not suburbs. It's not city. Yeah. yeah we're just um, yeah. in between. Uh, and you know, most of your friends and family are, are Trump supporters. Yes. So how do you do it? Well, it's very, very difficult. Um, I there, what I what I because sometimes what happens is they'll espouse this stuff. I'll hear it, and I'm thinking, you know, let's not get something going here. Yeah. Because, because, so well, avoidance. Well, is, yeah. Well, avoidance. you know. Well, the thing is, John, for for a long time, I know I would, but then it struck me, it's like it matters not what I say or what facts. I present, they do not move. Because they don't believe, they don't believe those facts. They do not believe believe the facts. Because you're getting facts from a source that they were, they've been told that they, that is incorrect. That they're fake news. Yeah. Yeah. The evil, the evil, uh, mainstream, uh, liberal media. Even if you've double checked those facts from four different sources and right and left wing, it doesn't matter. But so, yeah, and, and maybe you have more time to do that. You care about it more, and you've re- done some more research, and maybe they don't care about it as much. They're just like, it's just sort of something on the surface that they can cling to that it doesn't, maybe the, the Trumpism doesn't really matter that much to them, but it's just like easier, it's easier to deal with because of the area. Yeah. That's what I think part of it is. It's like, I think people just, it's just easier. It's, it feels more comfortable, right? It yeah. feels more comfortable to be, it's considered Republican or conservative, but I think the thing they're missing is Trumpism is neither of those. No, no. Trumpism is something different. And I think that's the thing that they miss. And they were, that's how they were duped. It's because conservatism and Republicanism, I don't have a problem with that. Um, I have a problem with Trumpism, right? Yes. And I mean, I do have a problem with like Cheney and Bush, but that's <laughs> yeah. a different story. <laughs> that was but, just stupidity. But yeah. <laughs> that was and, dumb well, and dumber. It's just, <laughs> yeah. Actually, they were war, war criminals, but that's on the other issue. Too, but, yeah. but like, I can understand, um, I can understand that. But I think it, there has, there's been a bit of a, a duping here, a conning <clears throat> and to smart people, to people mm-hmm. that are great people. They, they don't 
I don't think they're, they care enough to, to really dig deep beyond that. Cause it is comfortable. If you're, if your community is considered conservative, considered Republican, mm-hmm. you want to be a part of that community. You don't want to stick out like a sore thumb. And Trump was, became quote unquote part of that community, even though he's not, that was the dupe. Oh yeah. That's the dupe. Yes, I agree. And, uh, so I, I feel like I understand how people could, um, could allow themselves to be duped allow that. Cause mm-hmm. they, they want to just, they don't want to think about it. They don't want to, they, they want to stay somewhere warm and cozy. Right. And that oh, to yes. them is warm and cozy. Yeah. It, you don't want to dig deep and I don't have time to research politics and look at all this crap. Yeah. All my friends and family support me. If I think this way, you know, yeah, I, it's I, much, much easier yeah. way to live. Yeah. You're the only outlier, Tom. Oh, oh I am. <laughs> In oh, your life. I, I am. So, I, I, so well, you know what's well, I won't, I, I won't say that my, uh, older granddaughter, who's, uh, she's 18. Uh, she is very much left. Mm. Oh and, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Natalie and, uh, Jill or, or, or Amy too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Amy. That's right. Yeah. My daughter. younger daughter, Amy, this is that way. Uh, and my, uh, Jill, who's, who has been on the podcast about the, uh, autoimmune encephalitis, uh, she sees all this as, you know, Opa, none of the stuff they're saying makes any sense. And I said, well, you know, it, don't that's, worry. It doesn't make any that's sense. That's the best to way to look either. at it. Does yeah. it. That's the best way. If someone could come into it just with an open mind and, and look at it, just look at it and, and not come in with any pre- prejudgments. Exactly. Don't come yeah, in with yeah. any prejudgments. Which one makes sense? What, mm-hmm. Which makes sense? That's the way I wish everybody could do that. You know, I wish everybody just sort of dropped that that pre prejudgment stuff and look at every issue from a clear perspective. Yeah. That's just, that's just wishing too much though. I think, well, you know, your in-laws, uh, are over the top and of course they, you know, my, they're also my uh, younger daughter's in-laws. Uh, people, we have known them for years. I mean, we have been friends for almost, I, at least 45 years and we've always been like family uh, but when it comes to political, uh, issues, uh, we just don't, I don't even get, want to get into discourse with yeah. them because, yeah. because they're just so over the top. I'd be, I, I well, I guess I, I guess what I'm trying to say, John, is I do not waste my time and effort on lost causes. That's true. Yeah. You know, that's true. Yeah. And I don't, I don't go there. I, I rarely go there. I just don't want to, I know how, I know what they believe and I know what they, uh, yeah, I, I'm not, this is not something that needs to be talk, talked about. Um, we, I think we all understand each other Yeah, and yeah. we actually, we all have great relationships. Uh, and so sure. like, it's kind of a, a lesson for other people mm-hmm. out there and how to, how, cause I'm sure most people who are listening to this have people in their lives that are, uh, that are Trump people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, saying the word Trump, um, it is, it is a, it is a sort of ideology now. Um, and DeSantis is, is a, is, is a basically a, a Trumpism guy. Oh, absolutely. He, he is following Trumpism to the T his, his style, his rhetoric, everything. And so he, he may be the next nominee. So like, it's not, I know we're, this can get tiresome always talking about Trump and people think that we're, you know, 
people talk about these people that have Trump syndrome or, um, you know, or they're, they're just like obsessed with them. Trump. No, it's not really about that. It's about the ideology that he Mm -hmm. represents, what he was trying to get pushed through. And there are people out there carrying the torch, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, DeSantis, uh, Gates, all these just really just kind of despicable people. And that guy Mm -hmm. from Texas, um, and uh, it's not going to stop. And that's the thing. I think we're seeing figures that are, you know, grasping for power that are Trumpers. That That's the Trump ideology. You know, they're, they're talking about naming the turnpike that goes from Georgia all the way to Miami, mm-hmm. the Trump, Donald J. Trump Highway. They're, they're, it's going to go on the ballot, you know, yeah. in Florida. Um, that, that's, it, there, there's a reason we're still talking about it. It's not... Not that we're obsessed with it. It's like people are still still under the spell and they're still believing that that ideology is the right one for America. That's, that's, and they, they believe yes. it with all of, all of their heart. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of, that's the kind of leader they want. That's the kind of leadership they want. That's the direction they want the country to go in. Isolationism, selfishness, short-sightedness, mm-hmm. uh, giving extra uh, you know, huge tax breaks to the rich, um, you know, no programs for elderly, for children, for education, healthcare, all those things are at the very bottom of the priorities. That That's what Trumpism represents to me. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, you know, lying and manipulate, oh, manipulating the media, manipulating your citizens. That's what Trumpism is to me. And that's, that's, I mean, not for the best interest of the citizens. Like, look what DeSantis is doing. Is what is he doing? And you know, endangering the lives endangering of small children, of children and adults, yeah, and everybody, yeah. In that state, I, it's blowing up. And you know, they, yeah, they touted their great numbers before, but right now, you look today, California is looking real good in COVID right now. California is crushing Florida and Texas in COVID. They, they. They are, their cases are way down. They just, they've taken it seriously from the get go. Hey, I'm not a, I'm not like, I don't, I think they might've overdone it, but you know, they went with the science and <clears throat> Florida, Florida and Georgia, Florida and, and Texas and Arkansas and Arkansas and Missouri and Alabama, mm-hmm. they have gone like vehemently against science, like yes. anti-science, mm-hmm. like a, a strong anti-science in the name of freedom. So this is another conversation about freedom too, like America. This is the Joe Rogan uh, point that he's making about freedom. M- Americans don't shouldn't be forced to do things like that. Um, you know, it, we have we should have the choice. And and you know, some of these other people call it that they, they shouldn't care about your medical history. They, like, they shouldn't pry into your medical history. It's, it's a HIPAA violation. It's like no, no. This is a vaccine for the greater good of the country. Your you can affect other people. That's not just you. That's you. That's like. Exactly. You know, yes. Now, now this gets you. us to the vaccine passport issue, which I, I haven't really fully, um, fully digested yet. I, I do think there are some things I'm not, you know, some people are absolute yes or no. I'm not absolute yes or no on that yet. I, I haven't made up my mind. I know New York city is now, as of September, I think they're going to require uh, vaccine documentation to get into restaurants, to ride buses, to. Yeah, I thought that already started. Sept- it hasn't started yet. I think yet. it's in two weeks. Okay. Um, okay. 
but maybe some places have already started, but like you're going to have to, there, there's a, there's an app on your phone and they they can track you. Right? <laughs> there's yeah. an app on your phone. There's a, or you can have your card. You can have some other ways of approving, but it, it, it does start to get a little bit concerning um, that you have to show a vaccine to get in places. And, and what if you don't have your papers? What do they do with you? What do you, you can't get home. Like it's like, show me your papers, you know, Yeah. <laughs> but you don't have your vaccine stuff and you're out of what happens to you. you go to jail. Like, I don't know. So that's down the road. Then those are some of the fears of the right wing podcast people. And that they think we're already there. We're already, we are an authoritarian country right now. They think that because of that, that we're an authoritarian country. <laughs> that's how, that's how like, I don't know. It's too much, man. And I listen to these guys. I listen to them and I'm just shaking my head as I'm listening to them. Like, that's not what this is about, guys. It's not what this is about. This is about no. public health. safety, public <laughs> health. We're yeah. trying to beat a pandemic, you know, like they're assuming the absolute worst. I don't know. Is it to sell, uh, to, to, to sell advertising they're doing this? Like, is it like, is this just a, you're, you know, you're making this a big deal because you want to, you know, make a living on a podcast or I don't get it. Um, or a TV show you're making it, you know, this, this just, like you're predicting that, you know, this is George Orwell, Orwellian, you know, oh, yeah. it's like, that's not where we're at right now. Um, no, I don't see us going there. I think, I don't think having proof of a vaccination is going to get you there. Another point that they said, I'm bringing up all these right wing points right now. Cause I just listened to this guy yesterday. <clears throat> they, you know, the issue with voter ID in Georgia like you can't have voter. And I, we talked about this and I kind of sided with them on that. Like you should be able to get an ID. Oh right? yeah. Like, well, you have to have an ID for everybody. Well, right. yeah. What don't you have to you have, have, to an have an ID? ID. So like in New York, you're going to have to have a vaccination card and an ID to get into a restaurant. So the, the Democrats are, are, are okay with having, forcing people to have an ID to go to a restaurant or get on a bus, but they're not okay with having an ID, uh, um, to vote. You know, it's a little double standard. I can so, sort of see their point there, but it's kind of a silly nitpicky technicality point, And they do that a lot. Like oh, I listened well, to this one yeah. where it, they debated for a half an hour about the term misinformation versus disinformation. I'm just like, guys, just like blow it out your ass. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. You, I, it, who cares? You know, yeah. like you're, it's just like self-righteous, like overly pseudo intellectual people that like, just, I don't know. It drives me nuts, but I, I, I do. I li keep listening to it because they have huge followership listenerships. Oh, I know. And, um, I just kind of feel like this, it's this, uh, persona, you know, and kind of like Fox news had, it became a persona where they, that's their moneymaker is that persona. And that that's their moneymaker. They got to keep feeding the machine. Did you see this happened? I think, think just last yeah just last week where speaking of tucker carlson he was in a fly bait shop in montana oh, did, yeah. <laughs> and this guy somebody recognized him went up to him and said you know you are the worst person ever and and carlson's reply was well i can appreciate that and this guy go you know tears into him and he goes well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna debate you and he books you know 
Tucker Carlson does. Yeah. Okay. So then I see on Fox, this guy, one of their, I think it was Hannity, was outraged because people would bother him on his vacation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you put your, you, you hang yourself out there, man, you're wide open. You know, I, 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 vacation or no. And well, you were talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene. I don't know. Did you see that video of her in uh, Alabama here just recently? I saw it on CNN. And this was a video. She said that more than likely when the brown shirts, when the uh, uh, immunization brown shirts come down from, from the north and whatever, they're, they're going to be met with guns. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. yeah, and then she... Uh, she said, oh, you know, you know what they're going to do? Oh, well, they're going to get your social security number and, uh, you know, all this yeah. crap, you know, and I'm like, and people, and they're buying it. And then she turns around and congratulates all of them because none of them are vaccinated. Yeah. 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 It's just another level of um, backwardsness, I guess, is the way I would look at it. I, I don't know how to, I don't know where it comes from or why it's there, but. So be it. That's the way it is. Um, so, um, I think we're we're getting close here um, to be to being done today. Uh, I, w- I do want to have a show about climate change. I, oh, I would like yes. to have a climate change show. I um, I've never really gone super deep into the topic, and I have a friend who I'm hoping to get on the show who who is in that world and um may be able to help us with some of the details and um he's uh he's got a strong opinion on it too which we always like and um so maybe next show we can get into that uh but is there anything else you'd like to talk about today before we sign off oh um not necessarily i would as just kind of a prelude to uh the show that we're going to do climate change which i think is extremely important and if you'll notice you haven't heard anything from republicans lately on climate change. nothing and they always downplay remember trump was yeah. oh it's a it's a hoax it's a lie it's it's all this but one thing i saw i, I was reading an, an article i think it was an nbc about climate change and this was the one that really really shook my shucks and that is that over the last few decades the Earth is emitting more thermal energy back into space than it gets from the sun. And it's it's always been the other way around, as it hmm. should be. How but do you that, measure that? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, satellites. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah we, remember, we've had satellites up there from, yeah. like, probably the 70s and whatever. Uh, but I found that to be very disturbing. It's like, man, we're, it tells me we're burning fossil fuels so much that we're over yeah. literally we're overpowering the sun when it comes to energy. Uh, we're powerful people. Yeah. They're destroying things at least. Um, yeah. And today in Indiana where, where we live is uh, I'm looking at my phone right now. It says feels like a hundred. Oh yeah. Which is uh, pretty hot, but it's summer. It is August. It does happen occasionally, but uh, I've kind of been, um, you know, I, again, I've never really looked too deeply in it. I don't, 
automatically assume every storm is related to climate change. Um, it could be weather. Oh, no. It could just be weather. When I start seeing people on Twitter, every single time there's a hurricane, every single time there's a storm or a tree falls down or there's a flood, mm-hmm. climate change. I'm like, no. come on, just no, let's talk about the real data for climate change. Don't start throwing around like just because there st- there's always been storms, there's always been floods. I want to know the real data. So hopefully we can get a, a friend to uh, join us. Yeah, I've got, I started, I, I've really started researching in the last few days and I'm going to really research a lot for our next show. Cause I, yeah. I, I find, I think it's extremely important. Well, one thing you is uh, this whole electric car it, uh, push is might backfire because of the amount of, um, the amount of damage that to the environment does to get the batteries. Yeah. The batteries are, you know, uh, pretty toxic and hard in it. They require a lot of mining. I think it's for lithium. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have to think, is that the solution? You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, it seems like the sun is a great, if you can increase then, then the sun so that is what my friend is, uh, is, uh, specializes in is solar, mm-hmm. solar. So he can help us with that. I'm sure he's going to sell it because that's his thing. But now that I've talked him up, I better get him on the show. Um, all right. Well, I guess we're going to call it for today. It's a little shorter than normal. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show. Again, if you if you did, please uh, forward or share this on your social media. Um, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your family. The John and Tom Show, episode 20. We're all done. Okay. All see right. you next episode. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. The John and Tom Show is produced by Carmel Sound Lab. For more information, visit carmelsoundlab.com.